Hi, I'm Dr. Emmanuel Aiko. The early signs of a heart attack can vary. The most common include squeezing across the chest, a feeling of unease, and a sense that something just isn't right. It can be easy to dismiss the early signs of a heart attack as the symptoms don't always feel severe. It's never too early to call 999 and describe your symptoms. Your NHS is here for you. Well, look at this! Here's the guy here just in the nick of time. What does that make us? Big damn heroes, sir. Ain't we just? So, let me say it again, Cam. I may be a superhero, but I'm also just a man who fell in love with the wrong woman. Just a man who fell for the wrong woman. For the wrong woman, but, but out of out crisis of, comes uh, change. Crisis. Out of crisis so comes last change. Year. Uh, so I spent the last, last year really slowing down, down and, and reconnecting with myself. And I am very excited for everyone to meet the real me. There's something wrong with Homelander. There's something broken. He's lost his mind. Hi, I'm Marcus, and I'm the idiot on the comedy circuit. I am kicking off a new channel where I, the idiot, ask experts for tips on how to start, progress, and crush in the world of stand-up comedy. Here are some of the experts with whom I've already spoken. I'm Liz Mealy, and I've been doing stand-up 20 years. I'm Stephen Trumbull, and I've been doing stand-up comedy for four years, I guess. My name is Nathan, and I've been doing stand-up comedy for a decade. My name is uh, Ritu Tirtani, and I've been doing comedy for almost three years. My name is Brandon Palmer. I've been doing stand-up comedy for about six and a half years. I'm Dane Buckley, and I've been doing stand-up comedy for seven months. I'm going to be asking these and many more experts questions and using their advice to help me progress on my journey to becoming a successful stand-up comedian. Whatever being successful in stand-up comedy actually means. In fact, that's one of the questions I ask. What is success in stand-up comedy? Hello and welcome to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM, the film and TV radio show where a handful of film enthusiasts shoot the breeze about all things film and television. I'm Marcus E. Ako. And I am drunk off of the boys. I am producer Dave's. Gosh, forget my yeah. name. I'm producer Dave, and I haven't watched any of the boys, but I did catch a series on Channel Four called The Big Boys. So uh, yeah, boys yeah. are in the title. It's all about boys today. We're just talking about boys. I'll tell you what, producer Dave. Let's talk. Let's get you talking first about uh, big. Is big boys right? Let's get you talking about it first, and then I'll talk about The Boys. Okay, well, Big Boys, what can I say about it? It's a six-part comedy. The main protagonist is one guy called Jack, who goes to university and meets another boy, or another guy, whose name is Danny. That's it. His name is Danny. So you see their adventures through going to 
through the first year of being at university, University of Brent, which I've never heard of. Now, what marks this out as a different comedy is that there's a theme running through it of melancholy. It's basically centered around loss. Um, Jack has lost his dad just prior to going to university, not long before going to university. And Danny is coming to terms with the fact that his dad doesn't want to know him, even though he lives around the corner from him. And he's losing his nan, who he's been living with, to Alzheimer's. And as you find out later on in the series, um, there's other bits and pieces going on there. And he's on antidepressants, which causes problems. It's a very, very nicely done, gentle, but melancholic comedy, which um, starts off slow, but through the episodes, you get it speeds up and there are some very 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 funny scenes in there there is one literally after they've gone out on a night a bender and the upshot of that is so funny you just like laugh his socks off i, I actually recommend it it's, it's something that i walked into and just watched i i watched the third or was it the i think i watched the third episode first and was so caught up in it that I went back and watched the entire series. So yeah, it's very, very... Yeah, what channel did you get? Did you watch it on? This was on Channel 4. So I think it's finished now, but you can get it on all four. And um, the, minute, the episodes are only about 20 minutes long, but unfortunately, you've got the adverts and everything else with it. But well worth watching. And it's one of those easy watches. You'll, you'll laugh at points throughout the course of the show. It is worth watching. And it's 20 minutes of easy time as well. Excellent. I think I'll think I'll go check it out. I like I like when Channel Four get uh, some of the comedy right. Um, so speaking of the boy, speaking of boys, you talk about the big boys. Mine is just simply called The Boys, and it's uh, on Amazon Prime. It's based on uh, the Gareth Ennis graphic novel of the same name, The Boys, and it's literally the way I can describe it is who's going to police the superheroes. So it's set in a world where superheroes exist. Uh, but they're all run by a global corporation um, called Vought. And you have pastiches or satires of, of, the, of you know, the Justice League. So the super, you know, Superman, Batman, all of those kind of characters are all in this world. Not Superman and them particularly, but obviously name, you have different names for these characters. So the, the Superman version is Homelander. You have the Wonder Woman version, which is Queen Maeve. And, and the, the Batman version is, is actually is a character that's kind of like the Batman. I think there are multiple characters that are kind of like Batman, but the one in this is, uh, Justice League version is called Black Noir, which is funny, Black Noir, Black and Black. It's, it's great. It's really, it, it's, it's really, really funny. Anyway, they're just the side characters because as they're superheroes, they're very irresponsible um, and they don't like to take responsibility for anything that they do. And so what you have are the, uh, the heroes or the protagonists of the show, which is called The Boys, with, uh, the Boys, led by Billy Butcher, which are this team of humans who basically have had enough, have, they've had enough of these superheroes being irresponsible. And as they put it, they go in to give them a good spanking. And boy, do they do that. It is not a TV show that you watch with your grandparents, unless your grandparents love swearing and sex. Uh, it is just it is filled to the brim with sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That's basically what it is. It stars Carl Urban, uh, ja uh, Jack Quaid, uh, Karen Fukuhara, 
Um, uh, in the first couple, uh, couple of seasons, uh, not first, they spot, they jump in uh, loads of times. There's uh, Giancarlo Esposito, so you know him as uh, Gus Fring from uh, Breaking Bad. A whole bunch of people just pop in and pop out in it. There are a lot of cameos in in the show. It is great. It's from it's it's the showrunners are, I believe. I may not. I I don't think I'm mistaken when I say Seth Rogen. Yeah, he is Seth Rogen and Evan. Mathers, or I, I can't remember Evan Peters, not Evan Peters, um, but Seth Rogen. Anyway, he's one of the people who is the uh, you know the executive producers of the show. Uh, it's also the TV show is created by the same person who created Supernatural, so you get to see a lot of cameos from if you're a fan of Supernatural, like I am, and I'm binge watching the 15 seasons of Supernatural at the moment. So it's great to to watch the boys and then see a character that I'm like, hey, it's you, you pop in, Bobby, and whatnot, and they pop in. So it's a great show. Now, they're in the third season at the moment. They just dropped the first three episodes. I've watched it. It is just as wild and wacky and crazy as it always has been. Go check it out if you haven't. Uh, don't listen to me. Well, I mean, why listen to me? I just recommend random stuff uh, on the airways. Um, so that's what I'm, I'm waiting for every Friday to come for the boys to drop and I can go watch another episode and really enjoy it. Okay, let's just go back a minute because um, we had this discussion a few weeks ago about um, binge as opposed to episodic. Now, yeah. what do you say about this? Um, okay. Um, so I'm, I, if okay, I know I'd like to straddle the fence a lot of the times and I know I like to compromise. I'm a compromise, I'm, I'm Libran, right? So I like to compromise any opportunity. However, you tell me I can't compromise, I have to take one or the other, binge all the way, baby, because I sat there and I, I cleaned through these three episodes. And as soon as the third episode finished, I was like, what? No, I want Friday now. I want to watch it now. Uh, I'm a binge guy because there are so many other things that are there that I know that if I, I'm just going to be watching, if I have to wait every episode, I'm going to watch it and then it's going to sink in my head. And I know the whole idea of, you know, waiting episodically. And I know the benefits of it because obviously if I wait, you know, each episode, each week in 12 weeks, a 12 episode run, then finishes, which means I spend longer enjoying it. I get all of that stuff. However, here is the problem I have with that. There are a number of issues that can pop up with me having spent 12 weeks focusing on one show where at the end of the 12 weeks, I'm like, that's it. That's the bad guy. That's the final reveal. That's the twist that I saw coming from episode one. And I had to wait till 12 weeks for you to tell me that that guy was his mother the whole time. I'm like, what? No, that's and so I've now killed 12 weeks. Whereas I could have watched all of that in two, three days, and the disappointment is not as bad. Something like give you an exa another example. Um uh, uh Stranger Things. I watched that over the weekend, right? I binged the entire thing. They they, they not the entire thing, the, the fourth season. They've then everyone's now doing this thing where they're now splitting last seasons in into Netflix, particularly they're doing that. They did that with Stranger Things. It's supposed to be the last season. So they split it into two in, in two parts. I don't know what's happening with the second part because they dropped the first part. I watched the first, what, seven episodes or whatever? Nine episodes, I think, of the first part. Great. Love Stranger Things. And yes, I binged it in two days. Really good, really powerful. I remember every single story thread they went through. 
And I finished that. I'm like, great. Okay, move on to the next thing. Better Call Saul. Again, last season, they've split it in two. Whoa, Better Call Saul is amazing. Oh, man. See, 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 this is the reason why I'm saying, you know, you can drop everything at once. You drop the whole thing. I stick with it. I watch everything. And it's like, great. I watch the whole thing in one go. You get the impact. It's like watching a very long movie. If you spread it over 12 weeks, actually, Better Call Saul, that one, they were dropping it episodically, but I didn't watch it episodically. I waited for the season to drop, and I was just, you know, I watched each episode as it was going along. I built it up a bit, and then I started watching it, and then as soon as the next episode, I kind of caught up at one point where I did have to wait for the next episode, and I was like, okay, fine, let's just wait for this next episode, and the episode dropped, and I watched it, and boy, that episode was amazing. So there are shows that still do that, which is good. However, I'm a full binge guy. I can't be doing the whole watching one week. Because, because what would then happen is my, my attention span, yes, I have the attention span of a gnat, right? So I'll be watching one TV show for now. And I watch that first episode. I'm like, okay, so I've got to wait till next week to watch the next episode. I forget that that next episode is coming because they're like four or five other shows I want to watch. I watch those four or five other shows three weeks down the line. I didn't think, oh yeah, that show was on. Uh, how many episodes are there? Oh, there are two episodes. I go and watch the two episodes and I catch up. It's like, yeah. Uh, or I'm just like, yeah, well, I'll catch up later because it's there and I'm doing something else and something. Else. And, then, and then what's worse? What is worse, right, is that there'll be spoilers. Because when it's an episode, sorry, I know you were expecting me to rant on this, but you knew what you were doing. Yes, exactly. So, so, <laughs> I'll carry on. I started, so I'll finish. Um, so this is another thing that then gets to me, right? Because because it's episodic, right? Something spectacular. If it's one of those things, I'll give you an example, like the like Mandalorian. When Mandalorian was episodic, right? It was episodic. I was like, no, I'm going to wait till it piles up and I'll binge watch it. And then two episodes in, people start posting on Facebook, uh, Facebook, Facebook, Baby Yoda. And I'm like, what, 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 what's going on? What is this? And there are memes and, and whatnot and everything scattered all over the place because people have no respect for, for spoilers and whatnot, idiots. And then they put all that stuff on social media. So now I have to avoid social media because I haven't had the time to go and sit down and watch that. Whereas when it's a binge watch kind of situation, everything gets dropped. I get the opportunity to say, right, this weekend, I can not look at social media for a couple of you know, days. I will just go in, binge watch the entire show. And then when people start saying, hey, how would you break the shape out of the cookie a la Squid Game? I'm, I can get the reference and know what people are talking about. And when they make you want to spoil the references, it's like, oh, did you see that coming? I'm like, yeah, shut up. I saw that coming and I watched it all in one day. So in answer to your question, I'm binge rather than episodic. You're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I have been the ranting Marcus E. Ako. Hi, and I'm the episodic producer, Dave. Yeah, you, we haven't even gotten past the first segment of the show because you got me to rant. You got me to rant so much. I haven't even gotten past the first episode. 
Um, so in first the first segment. So here's what we're coming. We're having a this is a if if you hate these type of episodes, then I'm sorry to say that this is gonna be a Marcus and producer Dave episode. We don't have any guests on this episode. We'll get some more guests on next week. Uh, some of our friends have come back from Cannes. So I, I'm I'm okay. I've distanced myself enough from it to be able to say, yes, you can come on the show and tell us how much of a fun time you had away from us in good weather, hob hob you know, hobnobbing with with celebrities and film stars and and watching films and and I'm not jealous at all whatsoever. But anyway, we'll bring them back on the show. We can talk to them about stuff. But uh, before any of that stuff, let us jump into film and TV news. <laughs> So I have one thing in particular I want to talk about in film and TV news. We'll talk about, we, we started talking about the boys. So we'll use this episode and do it as a, you know, superhero, you know, TV show episode, right? So there is a, an article on, um, or a, a slideshow on IMDb at the moment, which is new and upcoming superhero movies and TV series, which we'll talk about in just a second. But before we do that, uh, we want to pay um, uh we want to pay our respects to Ray Liotta, who passed uh, this, uh, recently. He died on the 26th of May uh, th- this year, 2022, at the age of 67. Uh, Ray Liotta, you definitely, you may not recognize the name. If any of you, if you're listening to this show, you know who Ray Liotta is. If you just happen to be tuning the radio and you happen to land onto my voice and think, "Ooh, this guy's voice sounds all right," and I want to listen more, but I don't know what he's talking about. Then Ray Liotta is an actor or was an actor. Um, He's known for such movies as Goodfellas, uh, Narc. He was in Revolver. He was recently in a TV series uh, with Jennifer Lopez called, um, I I can't remember what, when I remember it, if I can find it, I'll I'll jump in and talk about what it was. But it was um, a a detective TV show, um, Shades of Blue, that's it, Shades of Blue, with Jennifer, uh, Jennifer, Lopez, yes, she was. He was in it, um, but yes, Ray Liotta, fantastic actor, uh, passed this this year, um, this month, this week, in May actually, not this month, uh, but he passed recently. Fantastic actor. He's been. He was in Field Dreams, Operation Dumbo Drop, a whole bunch of other stuff that you've seen him in, um, and he died at sixty-seven. I mean, that's not old at all. That is, yeah. Anyway. But his his body of work is just tremendous. It was a bit of a shock um, because he he was still doing a number of projects. If you look at his IMDb, there's a long list of like four or five different shows or films that are um, that he was either filming or is currently in post production. So there's going to be a, a sort of like a deluge of films coming over the next couple of weeks or months or maybe a couple of years with Ray Liotta. So we'll still remember him. For the fine, fine actor that he was, um, may he rest in peace, Ray Liotta. Producer Dave, um, do you what? Are there any films in particular that when you hear Ray Liotta, that's the first image that pops into your head? There's, obviously, there's Goodfellas, but there's um, also the fact that uh, he was in an episode of Young Sheldon, which took me by surprise. He was in a very small bit in Young Sheldon, but um, yeah, it, he was quite funny in that as well. And I understand that he was a uh, in the midst of shooting a film when he passed as well. 
he, yeah, he, I, I think it's called it's called the substance. So it's, it says it's filming. So mm-hmm. again, don't know how. Um, I think that was in the Dominican Republic, if I if I remember correctly. I think so. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. I mean, he just prolific actor. He was, as you said, he was in Young Sheldon. He's that's the thing. He was so versatile. He could play bad guys. He could play good guys. He was very very funny. Um, in a lot of stuff that was in, it was in Modern Family at some point. Actually, played himself in Modern Family. I remember that episode. Um, but yeah, so different things. There's the one, uh, is it Heartbreakers with Sigourney Weaver and um, Jennifer Love Hewitt, where he plays Sigourney Weaver's husband, one of the husbands that they dupe, and then he comes back to try and catch her and whatnot. So very, very funny guy. Um, but yeah, he will be he will be missed, certainly. So that is Ray Liotta. You're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Ako. I'm producer Dave. Uh, and we are talking, oh, I guess we could just jump straight into Spotlight. This is Spotlight. You're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus Iako. And I'm producer Dave. And as we mentioned, we're going to jump straight into talking about the new and upcoming superhero movies and TV series that's coming up. So the IMDb have, they've listed 46 movies and TV shows, all superhero comic book related. Now, a lot of these are ones that you've obviously heard about. Some are going to be rumored. Some are going to be in pre-production and so on and so forth. So uh, don't take all 46 as being ones that are definitely going to be coming out. But let's go through it. And what, what's going to happen is I will, uh, I'll say the name. I'll pitch them to you, producer Dave. And you tell me if this is something that you think maybe you've heard of. Uh, let's, let's put it in this category. Have you heard of it? We'll ask you these questions really straight up. Have you heard of it? Are you excited about it? Will you watch it? Those three questions. Um, let me just ask, are these 46 movies likely to be coming out before the end of the year or within no, no, the next no. we're, we're talking like half of them. Like I said, some of them are rumored, so it may not even come out. Okay. Um, but we're, we're talking over the next five years. That's oh, good gosh. I know, right? <clears throat> okay. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> number one, The Boys, obviously, season two has just come out. So we talked about, I was raving about The Boys earlier. That is uh, is number one on the list. Actually, is it number one? No. Season two or season three? It's not, sorry, it's not even number one. It's, 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 it was, uh, okay. I, it was number six. I saw it and I was like, yeah, I want to zone in on that one. Yeah, wishful thinking on your part. (laughs) It was, yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that one. So season three that has just come out, has already started. So three episodes. So first of all, um, do you know about? Hang on, hang on, hang on. We've already covered the boys already earlier, so you know. So, 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 so we might as well just move on to other things that we haven't, we haven't got, we won't have time to cover. So, move well, on. The question for you, it's going to yeah, be. But, no, 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 but we've already covered it. Move on. <laughs> All right. All right. For us, so number one on the list actually is the Batman, the Robert Pattinson Batman. Which uh, is it came out on March the fourth. See so it. First of all, you've seen it. You've seen yeah. it. Ooh, ooh. Okay. So this is a topic for another day because we haven't talked about it yet. So maybe another day we'll talk about the Batman. What we'll probably do is let's get Stephen Trombley, um, who was the uh, the animator and the filmmaker behind Batman: Broken Promise, which is on YouTube now. Which if you haven't seen it, 
Go and check it out. Yeah, definitely I, check that out. I stand by it. It is one of the best Batman films. I'm saying films. I'm not even putting it's animation, but I'm not even going with animation. I'm saying it is one of the best Batman films of all time. So go check it out on YouTube. It's Batman Broken Promise. Let's, oh, even more and more, uh, because obviously we've had two people who have uh, been on the show who have, um, who are filmmakers that have worked on a Batman project, right? So uh, we can get both of them to come on the show and talk about Batman, to talk about, you know, to talk about the Batman. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be that one episode. It's going to be the 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 Batman episode where we're going to get um we're going to get our two our two Batman aficionados to come on. That's you know what that's the plan. I'm going to plan that. Okay, we we'll make sure okay. they uh, have watched um the Broken Promise as well. Of course, they would have watched Broken Promise. I mean, Stephen Trombley made it, so if he hasn't watched it, then no, no, no. I'm, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the other one. Yes, we'll we'll see if we can get get him to come and watch it. Anyway, so let's move on from this one because we've got 48, 48 to go for. Now, I know we've been talking about the boys, and I'm not using this as a roundabout way to bring back the boys into the conversation. Yeah, but right. On the list is also the boys presents diabolical. So you have the TV series of the boys. There is an animated version of the boys. It's kind of like the uh, uh, kind of how Marvel or the MCU did the What If series on Disney Plus. This one is is not a What If. It is basically stories from within the universe, right? So, so, pretty today. Have you seen it? Are you interested in seeing it? Uh, let's, let's just keep it that, that simple. Have you seen it? Are you interested in seeing it? I haven't seen it, but I'll be interested in seeing it because it, I'm, I'm guessing it is the first season. So, yeah, it might be interesting for me to watch it. Yeah, it came, it's, it's on Amazon Prime at the moment. It came out fairly recently, actually. It came out in March this year. So, it, it, so um, definitely you need to watch season one, season two, then watch it so you can get into it. Um, it's got, it, it, I mean, it's got people like Seth Rogen, Jason Isaacs, Kumal Nanjiani, um, Aquafina, Kieran Culkin, Giancarlo Esposito, Andy Samberg, Christian Slater—all of these people provide their voices for the uh, for the team, for the. Aquafina, she she was in Shang Chi, wasn't she? Shang Chi, yes, yeah, she's like she's in Shang Chi. Um, okay, so let's move on. Next one, Moon Knight, uh, which has already come out. It's on Disney Plus. It's part another of one that we've talked about. Yes, I will watch it. You haven't watched it yet, okay? I haven't watched it yet, but yes, I will watch it. Because I, I need to have a conversation about that with someone who's watched it. So uh, next on the list, Morbius, which is Sony's addition to the MCU, uh, which is one of the Spider-Man's rogue gallery, played uh, Morbius played by Jared Leto. Have you seen it, Producer Dave? No, but again, we've talked about this and um, we've um, mentioned about Jared Leto getting hammered. <laughs> quite yeah, a bit. I, I agree. I agree. Okay, so we'll move on from that. Um, okay, next one was on the list. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Producer Dave, have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Going to see it. You should see it. I've seen it. Um, I don't know. I'll wait for you to... I know we've talked about this. I think we've talked about this. Um, I, I did like it. I liked it a lot. I, If I remember correctly, I put it as my second favorite film in MCU's Phase 4 output. And that is... 
my second second favorite output of the uh, of phase four, and that's including TV shows as well. So number one is No Way Home. I think they smashed it with that. Number two is Doctor Strange. Number three is Hawkeye. Number four is Falcon and Winter Soldier. Number five, and so on and so forth. Anyway, rambling on. Uh, let's move on from that. Then number six is The Boys. We've already talked about that. And I'll use this point to say you're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Ako. And I'm producer Dave. And we're going through IMDb's 46, um, 46 strong list of superhero films and TV shows that have either just come out in 2022 or are coming out in the future or perhaps be uh, rumored uh, to come out. Miss Marvel is number seven. This is a new, uh, this is new from the MCU. It just dropped on uh, on Disney Plus this week. The first episode is just out. Uh, Producer Dave, do you think you might want to go watch Miss Marvel? Yeah, I think I will catch up with this. I'll at least watch the first episode and see what it's all about. Yes. Yeah, so for those who don't know about Ms. Marvel, it's not following Captain Marvel. It is following uh, Kamala Khan, who is a 16-year-old Muslim girl from Jersey City who becomes Ms. Marvel. So there's another character called Ms. Marvel. She she adores Captain Marvel. It's set in the, in the Avengers universe, obviously. It's set after the, uh, the second blip, so after Endgame. Uh, and she is a she's a fan of the Avengers, especially Captain Marvel, and she then inherits her own superpowers of her own. So um, so yeah, and she's going to be moving on. She's going to be joining um, uh, Tayona Paris to play who's um, Monica Rambeau, uh, who we saw in I think it's Monica Rambeau is who we saw in uh, um, One Division, and in the next Marvels Captain Marvel film. So it'll be the Marvels. So it's going to be all of them joined together. Anyway, that's Ms. Marvel. It's on Disney+. Plus. Then we have Thor, Love and Thunder, which is coming out in July. Do I even have to ask? Uh, no, you don't. Yes, I'm going to. <laughs> There's like, yes, you do have to ask. Yes, you're going to. I mean, for me, Thor Ragnarok is, is, is tied with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 as being my favorite MC movie of, of all time. I'm, I'm, I know that, and obviously, what's his name? Um, oh, what's his name? Taika Waititi is directing this one as well. I've already seen the trailer. I always I always try to watch a Marvel trailer at least once and then move away and not watch it again, just so that I can get gauge a little bit of what's coming, but not have too much stick in my head. But there's just one bit in it that's just stuck in my head. I'm like, it now lives rent-free in my brain and it just shows how chris hemsworth was made for the part he is just absolutely perfect and the direction they're taking thor from ragnarok onwards is exactly how they need to have done it so anyway i'm definitely there opening night i'm going to be there watching thor love and thunder you're listening to shoot the breeze on resonance 104.4 fm i'm marcus e Ako. i'm producer dave and another animation that's coming in. Uh, this time, it's on the DC side of things. It's DC League of Super Pets. So this is basically following the pets of the major superheroes. We got uh, uh, Superdog, voiced by Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who is Superman's pet. And then you've got Ace, Ace the Bat Hound, which is voiced by Kevin Hart, who is Batman and Robin's sometimes sidekick. And they're going to be joined by Kate McKinnon, John Krasinski, Natasha Leone, Diego, Diego Luna, and Keanu Reeves. So, producer Dave, 
Do you think you want to watch this? No. Oh, what? It, it's, it's, it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart. No. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, it's coming out on 29th of June, 2022. Um, I'll watch it. Maybe not in a cinema, but I'll watch it. I'll happy watch it when it comes on TV. Okay, next in the MCU output, we have She-Hulk Attorney at Law. This is coming out on Disney Plus in August. Um, it's obviously following uh, the. It's following uh, Jennifer Walters, who is uh, Bruce Banner's cousin, if I'm not mistaken. Um, who I, in the in in the comics, I think, and please correct me if I'm wrong, please, Dave. I think is the fact that she gets an, she gets into an accident, and there's a blood transfusion that needs to be done, and Bruce Banner offers his blood, but obviously he's infected by gamma rays, so that's why she becomes She-Hulk. Am I mistaken? Uh, I, they might use the same um, thing in this, but anyway, it's dropping in Disney Plus. Bruce Banner, uh, aka Mark Ruffalo, is going to be in it. The trailer dropped recently. I, I, I've seen the trailer. Have you seen the trailer, Bruce? Dave? No, I haven't. No, no. Okay. Is this something you feel might you might be excited for? I, I wouldn't say excited for. I'll have a look at the first or couple of episodes to okay. to gauge my interest. Well, it, um, uh, Jennifer Walters is played by Tatiana Maslany, who people would know from Orphan Black, and she was terrific in Orphan Black. I've seen the trailer a couple of times. Um, it kind of feels a little like, and this is not me knocking it, it is basically the Avengers version of Ali McBeal, right? So she's an attorney, and this is just from the, the from the trailer, right? So I've seen just from the trailer I've seen, they're going for that vibe where it is, you know, chic, uh, you know, young woman, single young woman on the prowl, businesswoman kind of thing. And, you know, she can she juggle her love life with her, you know, her professional life? Oh, and she just happens to be green and strong like bull kind of thing, right? So I, I think that's kind of the angle they're taking, which, again, like I said, is not a knock on it. I know there are a number of people who are already lining up to shoot it in the face, um, but that's them, right? The only criticism I'll have, I, I have from the trailer is that the animation, the CGI for She-Hulk, it leaves a little to be desired. And this is coming from MCU, right? Where you have them de-aging Tony Stark and it looks almost flawless. But then again, see what they did at the end of uh, Black Panther. It's like, it's kind of like they got a couple of high school students to use uh, Premiere Pro to do something. So who knows? It could just be the fact that this is one of those kind of things where, again, because it's a TV show, the budget was less. And as such, that's why it went. But either way, I hope they fix it before it comes out. It's coming out in August. I am excited to watch it. I want to go check it out. Next, we swing over from uh, Marvel to DC, Black Adam, starring the Dwayne The Rock Johnson, kind of in, I mean, it's, it's DC, but it's more along the um, uh, what's his name? The uh, Shazam uh, storyline, right? So he is basically Black Adam is going. I mean, this movie is basically his movie, and then I think it's going to lead into Shazam Part Two, where uh, they're going to bring Shazam back in and so on and so forth. So The Rock is coming in. Uh, uh, Producer Dave, have you heard of Black Adam? Are you excited about it? What do you think? I've seen the poster for Black Adam. Yeah, uh, I was kind of like, 
Oh no, not Dwayne again. <laughs> Are you having Dwayne fatigue? Yeah, kind of, yeah. I was like, oh gosh. But uh, if it's going to lead to uh, the next Shazam movie, then I'm, I, I'll probably look at it as well. Okay. Well, I have avoided, I have avoided the trailer. No, I haven't seen um, the trailer either. I've avoided the trailer. This is what I want to avoid the trailer. The trailer keeps popping up on my feed and I keep avoiding it. Um, I do want this to be successful. I love Shazam. I thought, for me, Shazam is, has been the best of that, the current DCEU output. I mean, even you talk about the whole four-hour Justice League, a lot of people raved about it. I'm like, eh, it was all right. Okay, it was much better than the previous one. But had this one come out originally, I would have watched it and gone... Yeah, it's all right. That's about it. That's how that's how much I would have said about it. But Shazam, on the other hand, just hit all the right notes, and I think it worked. So I think if they're following the same kind of thing, hey, we'll see how it goes. Plus, all this Hodge plays Hawkman in it, Hawkman in it, and I'll follow all this Hodge in anything he does. I saw him first in um in uh what was it? Leverage, and I think he was amazing in that, and he does a whole bunch of other stuff as well. Anyway, uh, let's move on. You're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Ako. And I'm producer Dave. And just as a point of interest, yes. you know that Shazam was actually, initially his name was Captain Marvel. Yes, of course. It was Captain Marvel. I, I know there was a whole, I, I can't remember what the, the story was with regards to the rights of the name and whatnot. But yes, you're right. He was Captain Marvel. And then Marvel took it. And then they were like, yeah, fine, we'll just call him Shazam. And uh, yeah, because that, that's his catchphrase. He says Shazam, and that's what makes him change. Into mm. Billy Batson, and then from Billy Batson into Shazam. So, yeah. mm-hmm. or uh, as they said in the film, um, um, is it Mr. Sparkly Fingers? So something like that. Anyway, um, all right. So I, I was just going to say we're coming back, and the next thing we're coming back with is Wakanda Forever, which is Black Panther the sequel. So this obviously uh, after the uh, death of Chadwick Boseman, um, they, they're not releasing much in the way of storyline. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at the post right now, and then putting some stuff in there. And I don't want to look at it because I want to keep myself completely clean of this one. I don't want to know anything about it. I want to go into it and just watch it completely clean. Even when the advert drops, right now they're saying it's going to drop in uh, in November. They're going to show it in November. Um, I am going to do everything I can to know absolutely nothing about the storyline. Because I want to see what they do with it. What do you think? Are you are you anticipating this one? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Didn't even need to ask me that one. I know, I know. I just figured I'd throw that in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, moving back into DC, and hey, we spoke about him a few seconds ago. Shazam. So Shazam, Fury of the Gods is coming out in December. So they're going to be following. So that's why, obviously, you've got um, Black Adam that they've introduced, and then now they're going to bring in Black Adam into the fold. So he's coming in from that one. He goes against Shazam because if I remember the story correctly, um, Black Adam was originally the defender that was appointed by the gods um, or the champion, not defender, the champion of the gods. But then he kind of took the power, went to his head and he went in the wrong decision, you know, wrong direction. He became evil. And that's why Shazam now got picked as a new champion. And so now this is going to be a case of champion versus champion. And we'll see how that goes. I think Zachary Levi crushes it as Shazam. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to ask you. I'm taking you to go watch this film as soon as it comes out. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
absolutely. Then, oh, okay. Okay, so this one is not the movie, but it is Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special. So this is coming out around Christmas. And it says here, uh, there's a, just kind of like, you know, back in the day, back in 1970 something, where uh, Star Wars, right? When it had just come out and they did a Star Wars holiday special, um, it, where I think if I remember correctly, the storyline was something along the lines of, um, Han Solo and Chewbacca had to get back to the Wookiee home planet in time for Christmas, for a Wookiee Christmas. And so they had to get back. So you get to see uh, Chewbacca's wife and kid. Or something along those lines. Um, so they're obviously trying to do the same kind of thing where they're doing a 40-minute story set around... Uh, it's going to be it's going to bridge the gap, as they say, between uh, Thor: Love and Thunder and Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Uh, from that pitch, producer Dave, is this something you think you're going to watch? Um, there's a lot that I'm going to be watching. Yeah, I think I will watch. <laughs> Look, the Guardians of the Galaxy and James Gunn—they could do a TikTok video right now, and I'd watch it 100%. I'm full in Guardians of the Galaxy, so yes, definitely going to be watching that one. Here's one I'm not entirely sure I might be watching. Pennyworth is moving into season three. So Pennyworth, set against the colorful backdrop of the 1960s London, Pennyworth basically explores the gritty origin of uh, Bruce Wayne's legendary butler and former badass British SAS soldier, Alfred Pennyworth. So it's now moving into season three. I think you can see it not on Amazon Prime, but I think it's I think it's you can watch it in, in the UK anyway because it's on HBO Max uh, in America. In the UK, I think if you have Amazon Prime, you can also get Stars. I think it's Stars that you can then watch Pennyworth on it. I've had Stars for a while. I haven't watched season one or two. Um, some people have said, "Go watch it. Go watch it." Something happened recently. I met someone who was in one of the seasons. And they're like, oh, yeah, you should watch. It's really cool. I'm like, okay, no. I've got tons of other things I need to watch. So Pennyworth is not high on my list. But producer Dave, is Pennyworth high on your list? No. No. Fair enough. Mm. Who knows? It might be good. Um, might go check it out. Who knows? If uh, everything else stops, if every other show gets cancelled, then I might go and check it out. I doubt it. I'll still be watching Supernatural. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Now, uh, in development, although recent news has dropped about when this is actually going to be coming out on Netflix, The Sandman. This is Neil Gaiman's, based on Neil Gaiman's groundbreaking comic book series, uh, The Sandman. It is going to be dropping on Netflix. And you should, you need to check out either the graphic novel, you can go and check that out, or just get Audible and listen to Sandman, the audiobook. The, the audiobook is narrated by Neil Gaiman, but then all the characters are played by different actors. And we've got uh, James McAvoy, who voices, uh, you know, the Sandman, who voices um, Dream. I think it's a dream or sleep. It's dream, right? The thing is dream. Um, I, I, I listened to it. I really enjoyed it. I've completely forgotten. Yeah, it is dream. Yeah. Dream is the, is he's, he's the protagonist. And it starts off with this cult in like the 60s or 70s or 80s, I think 60s, they're trying to capture death, right? But they catch his brother instead, Dream, and they lock him in for like hundreds of, not hundreds of years, but 
a, a few decades. I'm just butchering the story. Um, they, they lock him for decades. Uh, but the problem is, I think that stops people from it, it, it. Certain people then fall into comas because Dream isn't there anymore. And then he gets unleashed. And then he's going back to try and fix what has happened with the fact that he's been locked away and so on. It's a great, great story. It's set in the DC universe as well, right? So there are references made to Superman and Batman and so on. And the, the stories flick from one bit to the next. It time jumps. It jumps to one point where you get, um, where it goes to Shakespeare, talk about how uh, Dream often meets up with Shakespeare on a regular basis to have drinks while they watch some of the new plays that he's written and so on. It jumps uh, to Africa where it's dealing with a queen in Africa and a goddess in Africa and so on. And then it jumps back to uh, to Liverpool where he meets Constantine and a whole bunch. So just like flitting back and forth um, around in different places. It is definitely a recommend from my Neil Gaiman is one of my favorite writers, uh, authors. It just permanently right producer dave have you heard of sandman is it something you feel you're gonna watch on netflix i've heard of sandman and i've seen a couple of the graphic novels i haven't read them all the way through but um again this is something that i probably will watch yes yes oh i'm gonna binge this as soon as it comes out i'm gonna just tame it um right then we mentioned earlier the marvels so this is anticipated to come out july 28th 2023 so this is going to be the sequel to uh captain marvel but obviously it's now including all the marvels right so it's going to include uh, kamala khan and kamala khan who is ms marvel is going to have monica rambeau who's from wandavision and then obviously captain marvel is going to come in and so it's going to be them the marvels right doing their thing don't know what the story is about but uh we'll see how that actually goes um, what what is your impression of Captain Marvel and the story of the Marvels and so on for you? And do you feel that you're going to watch this? So you're in, uh, you're eagerly anticipating watching this. Um, we've already had Mrs. Marvel, and I... well, well, Mrs. Ms. Ms. Marvel has yeah. just started has just started running in uh, Disney Plus. Yes, no, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yes, Captain Marvel came out just before Endgame. Right, and uh, I wasn't drawn to that one. Okay. So I'm not sure about this one. Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. I, I've seen the first episode of Ms. Marvel's, uh, Ms. Marvel. I like it. Um, I liked Monica Rambeau in uh, Division. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, okay. Let's move into DC now. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So obviously the news of what's happening, we're not going to go into the whole uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing at all. But that is obviously going to be is casting a massive shadow over this movie. But at the moment, they're planning on releasing it March 2023. Um, obviously, uh, my man um, Jason Momoa is coming back as Aquaman. I think he crushes it. He's another great casting as uh, in, in DC. And they're bringing back Yaya Abdul Mateen II, who played Black Manta in the previous one. Because um, at the end of the first one, spoiler alert. Uh, Black Manta, Black Manta is rescued by a conspiracy theorist played by Randall Park, and essentially it's going to be following on from that, and we'll see how that actually continues uh, from there. What did you think of Aquaman, and do you think you want to go watch the second one? I'll probably watch this one as well. Excellent. Uh, yeah, same here. I, I, 
I'm not going to dive into the politics of it at all. Um, I, I do want to watch it. I want to watch it because of Aqua, because of um, Jason Momoa. So we'll see how that goes. You're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Ako. And I'm producer Dave. And number the next one on there is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Of yeah, course. okay. The answer is yes. Move on. Of course, we'll move on. We have to rapidly get to... We're, we're, only, we're only on number 20, so we're going to speed this up. Okay, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. The next one is coming out, which is in June uh, 2nd, 2023. Do you want to watch that one? That's the an- animated one, isn't it? That's the animated one, yes. Yeah, most definitely. That was the best of all the Spider-Man. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, I really enjoyed that one, and definitely, I don't, I, I'm, I, I'm torn with calling it the best, but sure, I'll go with that. Definitely gonna watch that one. Next one is The Flash. So this is coming out where it's going to be um, is Ezra Miller, and it's kind of like Flashpoint, where he's obviously gonna run back. Spoilers. Um, the whole Flashpoint thing where he's going to run back in time to do something, and that's going to cause a ripple in dimensions and universes and stuff. So um, is this something that you think you, you want to watch? I haven't been watching all The Flash, but I probably will, because I saw him. It, I thought he was all right in um, the version of Justice League that I saw. So, yes. Okay. I, I still maintain that they made a mistake going with Ezra Miller instead of Grant Gustin, who plays Flash on the TV series. I think he crushes it on the TV series. Don't get me wrong, for what Ezra Miller is supposedly doing, he's okay, but I still would have preferred Grant Gustin. Anyway, yes, I'm looking forward to that. This next one, it's currently in development. I don't know why. Uh, Deadpool 3, which is going to be swinging into the MCU. So MCU have now purchased, you know, uh, Disney have purchased Fox, so they've gotten the rights for Deadpool. So now Deadpool can be included in the MCU. Is this something you want to watch? After the first two, yes, I think I will. <laughs> okay. Hey, look, I, I've always maintained. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna say this, uh, but uh, you know, I, I have a huge man crush on Ryan Reynolds. So well, absolutely. they're not, then they're, they're not going to change him either. They're not going to tone him down. So, of course not. so you know, they, I mean, if they did, they, they might as well not have him in the MCU. So yeah, of, of course, they're gonna keep it at the fact that it's it, he's Deadpool. He has to be R rated. So if anything. Now he has more characters to be R-rated with, and they're going to be they're going to happily go ahead and do it, right? So they're going to just chuck him in there. Um, just imagining an R-rated scene between Deadpool and Tony Stark, but uh, yeah, no, you right. can't. <laughs> now, now you can't, right? Exactly. And then, still sticking with the MCU, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. So this is basically where they're going to be introducing. Um, and this has come out obviously, so it's not really a spoiler. They're going to be introducing the big bad of uh phase four, phase five, phase six, which is going to be Kang the Conqueror. They've already hinted um at his arrival in the end of Loki. Um, so we'll see how he gets introduced now and we'll see where it goes from there. Are you interested in the Ant Man series at all? Not really. No, I haven't seen a single one of the Ant Man films. Oh, really? Not no, one, not one. Holy smokes! Is there a particular reason you're boycotting the Ant Man series? You know, you're not a fan of Paul Rudd. <laughs> not really, no. <laughs> oh, you, you take that back. Paul Rudd is a genius. I like Paul Rudd. He is great. If, even if not for his movies, for every time he goes on Conan O'Brien's show and he trolls him, he's been tra- go go check it out. I'm not even going to tell you what he does. Go and check out just YouTube. Um, Paul Rudd 
trolling Conan O'Brien and check it out. I'm not going to say what it is. Just type that in. I'm sure that will come up. Anyway, go watch the Ant-Man movies because Paul Rudd is great. Um, you're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Ako. I'm producer Dave. All right, so the next one that we're going to talk about, and we'll just, we won't go as far as 46 because we're on 24 at the moment and there's still a lot more to come in. So, um, and I'll just rapidly go through as many as we can. Loki, season two, in pre-production at Disney+. Plus. Did you, have you seen season one yet? Not all of it, so, but Not yes, I, I will, I will. Yeah, I, will I definitely will. Loki is one of my favorite characters in the MCU, so absolutely yes. Um, okay, next one, Batgirl. This is currently being developed at Warner Brothers, so they kind of crashed with Batwoman, but that's not really Warner Brothers. That is more um, uh, what's the CW. So they kind of, because it's CW, the Arrowverse, so, you know, the same people with Flash and Grant Gustin, obviously completely separated from Warner Brothers and the DCEU, so who knows? They're trying to bring Batgirl into it. They say it's currently filming. Who knows? They're going to release it in 2022 sometime, but we don't know about it. Are you interested in Batgirl? Not really, no. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, what about The Black Canary? This is the next one on the list. So spinning off from uh, Harley Quinn, uh, the, the, you know, what, was it, what was it? It was the Birds of Prey. That's it. So it was spinoff from Birds of Prey with Misha Green. Uh, so Misha Green scripting it. Um, and uh, Journey Smollett, that's it. She was Black Canary in uh, that movie, in the Birds of Prey movie. Were you interested in Birds of Prey movie or in Black Canary? Uh, no. Okay, fair enough. Um, it's, I will watch it when it comes on TV. What about this one? And I'll we'll do three more and then we'll wrap up. Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion, MCU, we're talking the, you know, bringing back Nick Fury because the last time we saw Nick Fury, which is at the end of Far From Home. He wasn't earthbound. Um, spoiler alert, I guess, for people who are like, he wasn't earthbound. I'm not going to talk much about it, just in case there are some people thinking, what are you talking about? So I'll just say he wasn't earthbound. That's all I'll say. So Secret Invasion is going to be focusing on him and what he's been up to um, and so on and so forth. But you probably know what I'm talking about. Is this something you might want to watch? Well, if they bring back the same star as Nick Fury, yes. The same star as Nick Fury? Yes. Okay. <laughs> sure. I get your I get your point. I get your point. Yes. So um, all right. Let's let's see. Let's see that happen. So yes, I've definitely I'm like I said, all things MCU, I'm down for, even though I've been slightly disappointed with some of their output. Anyway, next one. Let's move on to it. Let's see. Another one from the MCU banner. Armor Wars. This time it is seeing Rhodey taking front stage. So it's going to be looking at him in his own series. This is still in pre-production. So it's going to be focusing on, it's kind of like the spin-off after Falcon and Winter Soldier, Armor Wars. What do you think? Do you think it's something you might want to watch? I'll probably have a look at the first episode or two, see see how and see how it goes. Cool. If All it right. drags me in, then it drags me in. All right, fair enough. And we'll look at the last one right now, which is, and of course we have to end on this one, Blade. So Blade is currently in pre-production. Uh, pre uh, they're reintroducing Blade. It's not going to be Wesley Snipes. It's going to be Mahershala Ali rebooting the character. Uh, with last time we heard, I mean, we've already had a voice bit from him uh, at the end of Eternals in the post-credit sequence. Uh, it was supposedly his voice 
there was saying something uh, to uh, the Black Knight who was about to touch a sword and he said something. So that's supposed to be him. Um, so are you interested in seeing Blade? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, um, I've, after the first, well, I enjoyed the first two of the original. The third one, not so much, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like the second one. The second one has one of my favorite lines in the Blade series. And I like the first one. The third one, I only like because of Ryan Reynolds. Again, huge man crush. But uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, so we'll stop there. That was a number 31. We, we, we can continue with the others later on and see um, what they're like. You're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Ako. And I'm producer Dave. And before we sign off, I want to give a shout out for a new show that I am currently working on. Uh, and it's kind of the reason why the uh, over the last couple of weeks, we brought on a couple of comedians and we're posting details about their show, Brandon Palmer and Fitzgerald Hunger. Uh, we were talking about their show at the Blue Elephant Theater. Uh, the reason why I wanted, I wanted to bring them onto the show was because just as I did, and I still have a YouTube channel up called The Idiot on the Writer's Block, which was following me, The Idiot, as I ask experts for tips on how to write, publish, and promote my first fiction novel. I did that a couple of years ago. This channel is still up. I still intend on going back and making more videos about writing and pr promoting and publishing uh, books. But along the same sort of series, I'm moving and having The Idiot tackle something else. And this time, The Idiot is tackling stand-up comedy. So it, the show is called The Idiot on the Comedy Circuit. It's currently uh, launched with a few uh, videos on YouTube, and it follows me. I am The Idiot, asking stand-up comedians for tips on how to start, sustain, and succeed at stand-up comedy. So I'm going to try my hand at stand-up comedy. I'm going to try and see um, if I can be funny. And uh, hopefully people laugh when I get up on stage. And producer Dave, I'm going to be dragging you because there's a thing I found out and um, I, I didn't get to ask Brandon about this, something called the bringer, which is basically when people are starting off in stand-up comedy, you go, you get to do it for free, you go and stand up on, on stage, but usually some of the bars want you to bring somebody because you're not going to be drinking or you probably won't be drinking because you're about to perform and you're nervous. So you have to bring someone who will buy drinks, right? So you're a bringer. You are going to be my bringer, producer Dave. Whether you like it or not, you'll come and suffer me doing five minutes of stand-up comedy uh, various nights. And uh, I will repay you with copious amounts of alcohol. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's, what, uh, that's, that's my latest endeavor. It's The Idiot on the Comedy Circuit. You can check it out on YouTube, see some of the videos. What I'm also going to be doing as well, right now I currently have videos of my interviews with certain comedians, asking them various questions like, you know, how do you survive heckling, you know, bomb on stage and so on and so forth. But I'm also gonna be getting videos of my performances and I'll be putting it on there. So when we're doing shows, when I'm gonna be doing a show, I'll come on here, I'll announce it. So if you are in the neighborhood, you can come and try not to heckle me as much. I always wanna thank you all at the end of the show for taking the time to listen to me i know you know you spent you could have spent this hour doing anything else but you chose to spend it with us and i really appreciate that and i also like to say to resonance fm for not listening to our show because obviously they would have canceled it if they had thank you all very much for listening you've been listening to shoot the breeze on resonance 104.4 fm i have been marcus e Ako. and i'm still producer dave and thank you very much for listening and speak to you all next time goodbye Check Bye. out idiot on the check out the idiot on the comedy circuit. Bye.
Bye.